Oh, hey you, and welcome back to Love Handles, the show where we are consistently inconsistent on our release dates and our audio levels, so sorry about that in advance, but these are some crazy times we're living in. Today I get to sit down and talk to Hilda Parlato Lire. She is a mezzo who I clicked with the second I met her. We make our way through Handel's sexiest oratorio, so grab a drink while we finish a few of our own, and enjoy the interview. Hilda, my good sis. Oh my god. Hi, look at you little cat ears. <laughs> yes, Max, relax. I was like, no one's gonna see me, so... What about it? <laughs> oh, did I not tell you about the video portion of this? You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not that put together. <laughs> yeah. um, sorry if you hear any helicopters in the background. Um, being this close to the nation's capital during these times is spooky, oh. baby. It's those times, honey. The only thing giving me serotonin these days is... Uh, the Ratatouille musical and uh, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and Wendy Williams on The Masked Singer. Wait, I didn't know there was a Ratatouille musical. <laughs> it's all it's what the kids are doing on the TikTok. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the way we have to dig deep. <laughs> I said, you know what I need? Ratatouille musical. The Ratatouille musical. Put, put that rat on Broadway. <laughs> How I want all of my reviews to be. <laughs> Someone put that rat on Broadway. <laughs> I haven't seen you in so long. I know. It's been a minute. It's been almost a year now, actually. I know, right? Since we were in that um, fateful... <laughs> that Kansas. fateful redneck... Uh, what was it? The Red Fox Den. There she um, is. She lives... A beautifully converted bar that <laughs> our home for two she homes. lives in my head rent free some days i wake up and i'm like i really stayed in an airbnb with a stuffed bear at the top of the stairs <laughs> we, we really did that the my fondest memory of that is still just jamming out to selena on our way to go sing among the night visitors at at like, like 5 30 in the morning <laughs> yeah at like six in the morning yep yep Another fond memory was when we were all like panic getting ready for that last the mall run and we were all at our wits end. You remember that you were walking around with your humidifier like in <laughs> in the building and then like I had my hair up in a t-shirt and I was drinking not a glass but a whole gallon of pineapple juice trying to get you know mia voce to cooperate. Any any semblance of um, cord closure in the dry, dry state <laughs> of Kansas. Please, please. <laughs> that, it was a fever dream. Those, it was like, what, a week? It was 10 days of like chaos. Three shows, one week. <laughs> Five people, one Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> that eventually became eight people. Oh my God. <laughs> You're right. I forgot. We housed the uh, the homeless nuns from the, the, the Swarangelica nuns needed a place to live, so we took them in. We took yeah. them under our wing. You know, 
to our humble abode. Our humble abode. What are you drinking? It is bright green. Okay, let me explain. It's rum and coke, but the cup is one of those like temperature reaction cups. You know. <laughs> it really <laughs> looks like you're drinking um, Play-Doh. This is my cup of Listerine. <laughs> <laughs> this is my sweet cup of Listerine. All right. Are you, are you ready to get down and dirty with GF? I'm ready to talk about Smimimimili. Smimimimili. Um, okay. First of all, can you give me a little uh, taste about what is your relationship with Mr. Handel? With Mr. Handel? Um, I would consider it along the lines of like unrequited love. Okay. okay. I have always loved Handel. I love listening to it. I love watching the operas. I love Baroque music and style in general. Wait, pause. My cat's acting up. Get out of here. No. The bane of my existence. But anyway. Um, I was saying unrequited love because I've always wanted to sing Handel and I, I give it my best. <laughs> I try so hard <laughs> get this voice hopping, please get it moving. That, that Handel boot school and boogie. <laughs> it's true. But alas, like I, tr it, it's getting better. It's getting easier trying to, you know, keep it all aligned. Um, in fact, like I had a huge breakthrough with Iris Hence Away, which is why I was like, we need to watch Sally. But, yeah. um, it, it feels like tossing up a water balloon. Uh, just, it, it's full of water. It's heavy. I have small hands and uh, it me. takes months. Full of water and heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and I'm the, I'm the small hands <laughs> that are Catch trying me. to, Yeah. <laughs> No, um, what but is your, uh, what is your favorite handle? Do you have a favorite handle so far? My favorite handle. Okay, that's difficult. I I don't want to be basic and say Julia Cesare, but it was my first introduction to handle. It was uh, we hit the ground running because Julia Cesare is like four and a half hours long, depending on the production, right? Oh God. But um, that and uh, listening to some of the, like, arias at a lot of competitions, I'd see Handel and be like, ooh, I don't know that one, um, because there's 15,000, but probably Giulio Cesare. I, yeah. the first one I watched, actually, I remember, in undergrad, I watched the Andreas Scholl one, uh, the one with, like, Swiss, German, Scandinavian, I don't know, like, these women that uh, this cast of people that I do not recognize anyone except for Andrea Scholl, but it is the best sung one that I have ever seen. And I've seen like five. You've I, too many. I love it so much. And it's only because the Sesto and the Cornelia are so in sync. Like that duet mm. <laughs> that they have was impeccable. And I was like, this carried the entire show for me. I can watch it again and again. I love that. <laughs> okay, we are talking about Semele today. Yep. Yes, which is not an opera. It is an oratorio, technically. Right, exactly. Technically. But I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I am more infested in Handel oratorio than I am in Handel opera. <gasps> Let it be known. Let it be known. 
I just, the... oh. I find his work in Oratorio, like, just so impeccable and so, like, dramatically moving that, like, mm, some of the operas can get a little stagnant sometimes. And like, yeah. Let me, give me some, give me some drama. And he a little you movement. the drama in yeah. what I think is probably the sexiest of all the handles in Semele. Agreed. Yep. I am a chico. Yes. Um, okay, <laughs> can you give me the plot in three sentences? Three sentences? Okay, quick three and sentences. dirty. Quick, yeah, quick and dirty. I get three sentences. That's how we do it here. Yeah. Um, uh, Semele doesn't want to marry... Uh, how do you say his name? Athema? Athema? Uh, Athemus. Because she's in love with Jupiter, who reciprocates. First sentence. Second sentence. Let it be a run-on. It's okay. That's fine. Who's going to check? Um, second sentence. Uh, obviously, Juno is jealous because Jupiter is unfaithful. So she tricks Semele. Final sense, Semele dies due to the trick, but Bacchus is born. Wow, you really crammed all of that in there. I'm so In impressed. a wrapped and with a bow, honey. And a Vec bow, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, which production did you watch? I watched the 2014 uh, opera, opera Works, Opera Something on uh, the Opera On Demand. Let me see if I can find it once again. If I can't, so I'm pretty positive it were. 2014 was it a... Opera Works. It was in conjunction with the Washington uh, University Opera. Oh, party. I believe. Let me find it so that I can give you names, deets, and the like. Yeah, was it, a, uh, was it traditionally staged or did they do something funky-dunky with it? Um, no, I'd say it was pretty traditionally staged. Um, it, well, I mean, actually it was a little, it was a little funky, but I, it wasn't anything weird like, you know, like, like, I, I don't know, you know, it gets a little crazy with the, Euro, with the European, uh, uh, experimentation, I want to say, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sometimes with that staging, that minimalist staging, she do get spicy, but this one was pretty... I think the coolest thing, ah, Pacific Music Works. There it is. 2014 Seattle Pacific Music Works. Oh, cool, cool, cool. That's the production I watched. Was that with Brenda? It's on YouTube. Is Brenda Ray in there? Um, is that her? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Never mind. Just kidding. That's Seattle Opera. Um, Anywho, let me check. Um, the, the production I saw was, uh, I saw it two years ago, two years ago, a year ago at a opera Philadelphia. Oh. With, oh, it was prime stuff. It was with like Amanda Forsyth as Semele, Alex Schrader as Whoa. Jupiter. It was like all-star cast. Tim Mead was Athamas. Um, Look at it, that. It was so cool. They just set it in their like tiny theater that they have in the opera house. Um, mm -hmm. Or like their smaller one. It wasn't like super tiny. It was still a lot of seats, but it was a smaller stage. And then they did it post-apocalyptic stop the madness yeah and so like all of the 
gods and goddesses were all like in this like gold like metallic clothes and everyone else was like in tattered like black in the middle of like sand there was no like, like oh it was crazy um and the woman who played so athamas is in love with simile he wants to yeah right. he's supposed to be marrying simile but and then Eno is mm-hmm, yes. is in love with him um so mm-hmm. she was shadowed by a dancer the whole time <gasps> so all of her intentions were shown through a dancer and then that's so uh, cool she was also playing uh is it juno is that who yes juno? juno okay i'm pretty yeah. positive that in the production i watched the same thing happened mm-hmm. but they put juno in they put the gods also in like the same thing like the same concept but like gold clothing mm-hmm. um and it wasn't the 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 common folk <laughs> we're not necessarily in like tattered clothes or anything but it was a little bit more uh akin to what like i guess this like ancient greek mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh um, clothing would be like um but what i really liked about this one is that the um the chorus was very involved especially in the first act so mm-hmm. like they the like for example eno would be singing to athamas and he would like sing about simile and the chorus would pass by and eno would like disappear with them so the only person mm-hmm. left on stage was athamas it was so cool i was like stop this, yeah, this they, is incredible this is uh, an offer that you the chorus like from all like the reviews that i was reading about it uh like the the chorus is like an integral character in itself because they play so many parts like they are they are the uh townsfolk they are the like little woodland nymphs when you get to act right are like in the god's world Mm -hmm. they always play these like excess people that might not be like the focus of the attention but they drive mm-hmm. what is happening like outside of the action it is so cool i think they so smart yeah they like set they set the atmosphere you know what i mean it's kind of like it's easy to see a lead character and be like okay that's the god and that's the person but if you see the the leads surrounded by people who are common townsfolk or like nymphs and you know other deities and stuff you're like okay now mentally i'm here I'm yeah. in the scene with them. And did you know Handel wrote this in a month? What? I know. Well, to be fair, he did do that thing where you, you know, a lot of Baroque composers will, like, steal from each other. So he stole right. stuff from, like, Scarlatti and Telemann, and then he okay. also took some stuff from Cesare and put it into this. And Incredible. I was like, okay, go on. You know, stop the track right here. I didn't look that into it, but there were certain parts where I was like, this sounds like Piangelo. Yes, 100%. Incredible. Her ear, immaculate. <laughs> her, her ear, immaculate. That's it. Those, those oral skill classes really paid off. <laughs> She's like, I heard everything. Sorry, it's so dry. <laughs> it's so dry in DC right now. I am like, so flemmy. You're good. <laughs> oh, I am Renee Flemmy. <laughs> Enough. Um, okay, so he really like wanted to write this story so this the whole libretto had already been set by another composer at the time fun fact um Mm -hmm. i don't remember his name he was some english dude um but he like wanted this to be an opera but he wanted to get paid by uh covent garden garden theater Mm -hmm. so he marketed it as an oratorio 
And okay. then he got so much flack from it too because uh like the dude who wrote the Messiah libretta, libretta mm-hmm. he hated it. He was like Oh my is, god. He's like this is bad. Like this is not an oratorio. Mm-hmm. And then but everyone that was uh like all the Italian opera lovers were like this isn't an opera. So they gave him flack for that as well. Lord have mercy. So he had to like there's like chunks of sexual innuendo like dialogue that he had to remove completely really well i was like this opera is already like hella sexual in the first place like it's true it's true and like i read that i guess because of all that flack from either side thing handle only saw it performed like five or six times in his entire lifetime yeah the yeah this is like a super sexy the in the version and when i saw it at opera philadelphia they during one of like most famous arias of all time where you walk um, you know it they end up like in this wood that was like projected onto streams of like fabric coming down from the sky mm-hmm. and in the middle of the aria she like sits on top of him oh my god like full full cowgirl and uh, <laughs> full cowgirl and a tree sprouts out from the ground and i was like this is wild i love this it got uh, hot i hope (laughs) imagine having to sing with someone's full weight just like straddled on you (laughs) i can barely sing with every brain cell like focused on it (laughs) i can barely sing with my own weight on me so (laughs) (laughs) no that's that's really wild. I, I read also that um, because it was marketed as an oratorio, but it was so like sensual and people were expecting something more somber for Lent, I believe. Yeah, it was for, yeah, it was for fucking Lent. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Is that- and it was yeah, like, yeah, Lent. Yeah, yeah. Think about Lent. it, queen. And I was like, gal. It- <laughs> Happy Easter, baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> something rising mm-hmm. <laughs> um so what was your did you have like a piece that you thought slapped the hardest okay hold up let me bring up my because this opera is full of like the bops that yes. we know and love that i think i've heard every undergrad singer sing at any given moment yeah i wasn't expecting I guess, like, in context, when I heard Where Are You Walk, I was like, hmm. <laughs> you I've know, heard like, it sung in, like, eight different keys. That, okay, by that so was... so many different singers. The first time I ever heard it was a mezzo trying to sing her way through a handle piece, and I was just like, what are, what are we doing here? <laughs> Have mercy. No, I heard it, the first time I heard it, like, officially was actually on YouTube. I think it was my friend, my friend um, sang it for a... Uh, Joy Stidonato Masterclass. And he he's a countertenor, gorgeous countertenor. Um, I, uh, I think it's like, it was, yeah, I heard it. So I, I thought like, oh, okay. So the, the, like Jupiter is a countertenor, obviously. For wow. some reason I was like, everything wow. is performed in the original key always, right? Okay, cool. So then I heard it and it's a baritone singing it in the opera. And I was like, <laughs> what are we doing? Wait. <laughs> And then it's actually like it's a tenor role, and you're like, why are we? Why? What's going on? (laughs) What is? 
that's so funny um yeah the yeah where are you walk is sung by everybody at any given moment. I I've, su- I've really... seen funeral services before too which i'm just like Ooh, uh, an interesting hmm. a, a spicy move <laughs> Oh, oh wait, terrible. here, I'll put um, a clip of it right here so people know what it sounds like. Beep, 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 Which key though? Uh, all of them at once. Who's singing it? All of them <laughs> overlapping. Um, let's see. Um, I wrote down a few. I really liked. Um, uh, I have so many. Look at my like scribbles of insanity. You really um, took notes. I love that. I truly did. I really like, okay, I really like the quartet in the first act with the thank dad you. and Semele. Thank you, 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 thank you. <laughs> yes. I love, I love Handel Trio's quartets. Like, there is so much drama. I love when, like, people have their own conversations happening and they all overlap. That is right up my alley. I love it. Yes. We just talked about this in Jephtha, how Jephtha, Jephtha, Jephtha. Um, there she is. They do the same. He does the same thing with a quartet where it's a bunch of different people having their own opinions about a situation, or like right. all of the all the drama coming to the forefront because everyone's asking, "Why do you? This is happening." And she's like, "But I don't like him." And the other one's like, "Well, I like <laughs> him." And everyone's like, "Why no. are you? Why are you doing this?" <laughs> the ridiculousness of the plot in the first act, where like Athamas is like marriage. And Sally's like, no. And he's like, okay, marriage? And he was like, yes. And he's like, great. <laughs> and the dad's like, whichever. Pick one. <laughs> <Yeah>. Please. <laughs> right? Um, the, quartet, the quartet we're talking about is, uh, where did it just go? I just had it. I'm a mess. Uh, why dost thou thus untimely grieve? Yes. Clippy clip of it, right here. Um, and then, of course, I have to plug Iris Hensaway. Honestly, okay. I... Okay, okay. Let me say... Who you want me to play it as? You want Stephanie Blythe? Okay. 
You know, I have, I heard Stephanie Blights and I love her. I worship her. But the one that I listen to all the time, you are free to judge me, is Jennifer Larmore. I'm not judging you for that. I judge you for a lot of other things. I think, fair enough. <laughs> as long as it's not for Jenny. <laughs> I'm just making a note for myself to put the Jenny in. Please put Jenny in, tag Jenny in, coach. No, I really like it. And I actually like, I when I heard this production, I really loved the, the Juno's voice, but I feel like it just sits better with my soul a little bit, which might go against like the like typical, like Baroque voice kind of expectations. But I like a thicker voice singing Juno. I want to hear those low beefy notes really just. Where's the beef? The, please give me the beef. Ain't no vegans here. Give me the beef. <laughs> uh, for context, um, do you remember what's happening in the opera? I mean, you know because you've seen this aria. Yeah. Not, uh, not to so, put you on the spot. Not to put <laughs> you said. Oh yeah. So the... me being your teacher, <laughs> be like, uh, so tell me about what's happening in the plot then. If you break out the program now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in the opera, this is an act two. Um, Juno has suspicions that uh, Jupiter has a mistress like hidden away in a cave somewhere, you know, like she, he kind of just keeps her hidden. And, Semel, uh, and Juno's kind of like, okay, well, who is it? What's happening? And Iris fills her in and is like, it's this girl named Semele, you know? It's this bitch. It, it truly is. And, you know, <laughs> pulling a fast one on you for the 17,000th time or whatever. And Juno's like, okay, well, Iris, do you hear that? Yeah, sorry. It's um, a very large truck going by. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so Juno's like, Iris, go off and tell the god of sleep that he's going to be part of my plan to screw over this beast. Even though it's Jupiter's fault. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's it. That's what it is. That it is. It. Yes. Love, venge love a vengeful gal. Yes, queen. Literally. <laughs> Literally a queen. Um, <laughs> I would also be remiss not to include um, myself I shall adore. Shut up. 
yes. is one of Semele's arias. Mm-hmm. Where she thinks she's got everything. She she's got Jupiter in her. She's got Just, Athamas. Not in her. In her. <laughs> and it's like towards the end of the opera, and she literally just sits there, and she's like, "I got it all, baby." I well, got yeah, it all. it's because Juno showed up like in disguise as the sister, and she's like, "Sis, you got it." And Semily's like, "You're right. <laughs> You're and so right. You're oh. so right." And they did not to keep bringing up this production. I just thought it was so <laughs> brilliantly done. The plug, who paid you? <laughs> I know, right? I, I'm not in any way sponsored by Opera Philadelphia. Um, if you want to hire me for anything, that'd be really wonderful. Thank you so much. If you ever need um, a cover for Tim Mead, I'd be happy to be there. Opera um, Philadelphia, it's been a tough year. You're it's been a tough my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so here's our ad for Squarespace. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not sponsored at the moment. <laughs> um, but they the like sheets of fabric that they had the trees sprouting out of before now mm-hmm. become like a mirror and they took videos of uh uh Forsyth and they were it was just her twirling around and looking at herself in a mirror but like all over the stage it was so cool and uh, the amount of work that had to go into getting like her film just like looking at herself and like so many different versions of herself just on the screens it was really cool. That's so cool. And I, I will say they really did Athamas dirty in that production because they gutted his role. Tim no! The duet in the beginning, uh, his one aria and not the one about Hymens. Tragic. I know, right? I know, right? Tragic. I, there's one aria that mentions a lot of Hymens and I appreciate that. Yep. Um, but yeah, he's saying one aria, one duet, and then gone for the whole opera until the very end where he <laughs> runs out on stage after the big thing happens. Yes. After the big thing. I mean, we could spoil uh-huh. it because, like, who cares? It's Handel. He's dead. And if you don't... It's been around story, for hundreds of years. Yeah. Uh, essentially, Jupiter shows his true body and uh, Semele uh, dies in lightning. Croaks. She croaks. And in that, <laughs> listen, I gotta talk about this production one more time. <laughs> they, he like took his robe off. The lights go out. Like, stro- one strobe light happens. And then the lights come back on. Pile of soot on the ground. Oh my god! It was, it was wild. Soot. And then they had, um, from this, uh, from the ceiling, this red sand came like falling down. Um, onto this pile of soot, and you just see one leg come out of the soot. You're lying! And then it was the dancer that was playing, that was doubling the sister. Uh-huh. She came out just nude, <gasps> covered in glitter. Scandalous. With a horrendous red wig on. And that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> they, they gave her the worst red wig I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Um, <laughs> but she was supposed to be Bacchus. Like, Bacchus was, like, a phoenix coming out of the ashes. And I was like, that is so rad. I sat there holding my friend's, like, thigh, just being like, ooh, I wish I was on this day. (laughs) The director was, like, stroke of genius, incredible staging. She'll rise out from the soot. Can someone run to Party City? 
and grab a red wig. I need a red wig. <laughs> well, it's because Amanda has bright red hair. And oh. so he wanted to keep that through line of, like, Bacchus also has red hair, I guess. But okay. it's also a nude woman just covered in glitter. You know, it doesn't matter. It was wild. It's a free-for-all. Anyway, I highly recommend... Well, that was not recorded, so there's no way anyone can see it, so... <laughs> Uh, I highly wish you all had been there. <laughs> I highly wish y'all had been there to see the good good. <laughs> no, this this production for Emily's death, it was really interesting. Uh, what they did is she was like on stage and she sang her like aria talking about like, well, I done did it. I told him to show himself and now I got to die, you know. I and uh, I got, she got to go. No, okay, wait, pause. Right before this, I can't believe Jupiter is like, well, told her I'd do it, so guess this is it for her. Like, what? <laughs> he just, he's so okay with her dying. He's like, it, that's how it's it like, goes, I, I guess. Promised, I promised I'd show her. Now she's gonna die. I guess that's it. Now she's gonna die. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so in this production, well, after she finishes her aria, this bright light comes down from like the top of the stage and she's in the middle of the stage on her knees and she looks up to it like she's about to be abducted and then she like her arms go limp and she's looking straight up and then the lights like turn off and by the time the stage is like being lit up slowly, it's only the rest of the priests and priestesses singing about how she like died. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Yeah, they're like, like, damn, did you see that? I have to, I have to open my standby white claw. Stop. What? I the standby white claw. I'm a young Caucasian woman. I want you to know that today at the gas station. Wait, ready for ASMR? Yeah. Oh, no, wait. Yeah. There you go. Tap yeah. it with your... Oh. <laughs> With my nails, that's what you're trying to say. <laughs> this is me all. Uh, <laughs> I hate seeing a bitch on TikTok being like, mm, like, shut up. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway, um, no, today at the gas station, I was like picking up some soda because I was like, we need a mixer in this bitch so I can survive a whole opera and not be blackout. And, um, <laughs> I opened the fridge door and I made eye contact, full blown soul connection with the four loco that was on the shelf. <laughs> I mean, fair. I mean, not me mixing tequila in a white cloth. So <laughs> it's the end of days. Who cares? When you told me that, I was like, "Damn, it's just handle." <laughs> <laughs> it's not that deep. Uh, it's called a boozy romp through the musical dramas of handle. So I'm just yeah <laughs> saying, um. Okay, would you want to see this staged in any particular way? Like, outside of, like, the normie norm? Hmm. Hmm. Outside of the normie norm. See, unfortunately, tragically, and in general, just in a very bad way, I love traditional stagings because I get very swept up in, like, the ew, like, you know, Greek, <laughs> Greek olden times, or oh, okay, whatever. okay, okay. I was, I was confused. I was like, "What? You get swept up in the who? In the oud?" <laughs> but 
I think it would be really cool. I really like that dystopian idea. I think that's really awesome. Um, maybe staging it in like, uh, like a war-torn country would be kind of cool. Like the power dynamic would be kind of crazy. Whoa, that's heavy. <laughs> Top topical. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy topic. No, because like I, you know, like when you think about like the the power dynamic, the the crazy imbalance between the gods and humans. I mean, you know, back to what we just said. Jupiter was like, "Damn, guess she gotta die." Anyway, <laughs> you know, <laughs> who thinks like I'd, that? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking it of like, ooh, no, never mind. That's too dark. I changed my mind. Oh, oh lord. <laughs> Well, I was thinking like Studio Fifty Four, um, and <laughs> she's like a uh, like a go-go dancer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like everyone's kind of like going after her, but like her sister is not loved by the other people. Like <laughs> like Semele is, and uh, Jupiter's like the the owner of the club, and, and you know, <laughs> and, you know, uses uh, his power as incentive for her to sleep with him no. i hate it i changed my mind i go back to opera philadelphia everyone go see opera philadelphia get a time machine go go back and watch that go back to grecian clearly, times yeah, yeah clearly opera philadelphia really rattled it rustled my jimmies i was ready <laughs> he's still thinking about it didn't even have to watch like a refresher of the opera you were like it lives in my head rent free it really does i <laughs> man i was amanda staub was there when i was she like oh yeah yeah yeah. and we were just having a time it was a good time and now she lives in philadelphia so hey girl how you doing (laughs) so you see the influence that opera philadelphia had (laughs) right (laughs) so opera philadelphia if you're listening (laughs) they ain't listening they don't care um okay big final question who, whomst, would you like to hear sing Handel? And it could be anyone. For oh, yeah. Sure. My choice is always Dolly Parton. I want her to sing every single Handel Queen. I need her as Alcina. I need her as uh, that other bitch from Ronaldo. I don't remember her name. Wait, uh, oh my god. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> that bitch. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I need her the to The one be... that's, that kidnaps. Um... <laughs> yes. <laughs> need to be Ginevra okay. and Ariadante. I need her. I need her everything. Her Just all of them. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Um. Who am a uh, random uh person that's kind of out of the canon? Let's say someone who's like not really all that much of a singer, but oh my god, like <laughs> either Jimmy Fallon or Hugh Jackman. <laughs> So I'm gonna leave him for last. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, if you're listening. <laughs> Are you there, Jimmy? It's me. <laughs> um, Hugh Jackman, I think, would be a cool king. Like, you know, these these like these lower like bass baritone roles that literally just kind of show up and they're like, hey, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> 
is so stupid. <laughs> I'm going to regret this when I'm sober. I'm going to listen to this and be like, what the? <laughs> I'm getting a master's degree. I swear I can talk. But <laughs> right. uh, We have plenty of degrees between the two of us. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. We have so many certifications. <laughs> we have so many things. Um, so Hugh Jackman as like uh, a couple of kings. I'm there. I'm, you know, I'm on board. Um, and then Jimmy Fallon, mostly because I feel like he has been so slapstick and I've like heard him sing a couple of times like on his little, on his, on his little show. What the fuck is wrong with me? You know Jimmy Fallon's little show? Jimmy Fallon, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. I'm dragging into the mud. What's wrong with me? Okay. It's all hitting at once. Um, I have only ever seen him in like comedic roles. So I think it would be real interesting since a lot of like tenors and counter tenors are like the big heroes in a lot of handle stuff to see him in something more serious, you know. Anyway, <laughs> now that Jimmy I'm Fallon the counter tenor, you know, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon the counter tenor. Have you heard of him? He has such a cute little show. <laughs> I don't know who he is. I've never heard of him before. <laughs> He's an up and coming. <laughs> A mess. Messy. Okay. Okay. We're done. We're done here. Where, where can people find you? Oh, okay. Um, uh, oh, you got anything fun coming up? Oh, well, uh, never mind. I take that back. Oh, that was tragic tragedy. <laughs> um, uh, well, I guess I do now. I was going to sing Miss Todd and Old Man and the Thief, and then that got canceled and postponed. So now next semester... I am for sure singing Miss Todd and Old Man and the Thief, knock on wood, and uh, I'll be singing Bon Appetit by Lee Hoybe, so that'll be really cool, very fun. Are those going to be streamed? Um, yes, yeah, everything's going to be streamed and recorded nowadays, but my Instagram is gparlottolire, so g-p-a-r-l-a-t-t-o-l-i-r-e, and you can find me on Facebook also if you want to add me, Gilda Parlottolire. Whatever y'all want. You also have a website, yes? I do, in fact, have a website. Uh, she's long and complicated because I'm broke. So feel free to follow me on social media Word. and you will find the link to the website. <laughs> love that, love that, love that. And per usual, everyone can find me at Counter James across all social media. Oh. Thanks for coming <laughs> in and talking about Handle. Yes, thanks for having me. You're... Well... <laughs> Thank you.